dies in the hands of a violent man. I know, because I know violent men. Does a violent man really think he's gonna find peace? If you need anything... Here all night? Uh, I was gonna say dial zero zero. Yes, I am. I thought you were the clerk. Clerk, bartender, security guard, owner. How long you had this place? About a year. A friend of mine left it to me. Well, we're here. You don't have any friends. Not anymore. I'm getting out of a difficult situation. Because you're using someone else's money. I don't see it that way. But someone does. Do you know who I am? You are a type. Are you a type, too? Yeah. The kind that doesn't want to get shot. <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about this get out. I leave without knowing what's going on, then I don't know what's going on. He doesn't trust you. <laughs> I can trust you, but you can't trust me. Right. You want to die. I kind of don't like you. You set this in motion. You want me to say I'm sorry? I'm not the guy you think I am. You don't want to be, but you are. I assumed you had a gun in your purse. I did. I just got to the knife first. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for another week of Give Me Attention or Give Me Death. Uh, today we have a little bit of a mega fan recap for you for the 2019 Nicolas Cage direct-to-digital flick Kill Chain, a movie so good I almost forgot the name of it and I finished it nearly 20 minutes ago. Uh, I am joined today with my very good friend, Mr. Andy Matfield. Hello. 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 Dude, thank so you I've, for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me. I mean, we talked about this uh, like Tuesday, and we're like, we're going to watch this movie. And then both of us messaged each other like, we haven't watched this movie. We're about to just start it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like midnight last night, and I was like, fuck, I haven't watched The Cat in the Hat yet. And I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't watched Kill Chain yet. <laughs> At 10 o'clock uh, last night, I was like, I could watch Kill Chain, or I could go to bed and watch it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I chose to go to bed. I was going to just fall asleep watching it, because that, I mean, is the natural cage. I'm not sure how I fell asleep last night. I woke up in my bed. My light was on. Uh, but my podcast I was editing was still playing. So, like, I fell asleep editing a podcast, and then I went to my bed and didn't stop it. What? I don't know. It was confusing. I'm it was confused. very strange. I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused, too. I am confused. Brian confused. Brian confused. Speaking of Brian's confused, Brian must have watched Kill Chain. I hope uh, so. Because we decided to do this episode. Andy is not near me. Andy, you are in... I'm in St. Uh, Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul. Yeah. You're a, a, are you a, are you a Vikings man? I mean, I'm a Viking man. I wouldn't say I'm like a Vikings fan. Oh. Is that because the NFL is canceled? No, no. I just... Like, I started doing comedy, and then like we had like a 4 o'clock mic, and then, and then that just kind of 
took off mm. for me. And then I was like, oh, I don't, yeah, I guess I didn't really watch football. I really like was there, and then I'd fall asleep, and then halftime would come on. And I'd be like, oh, there's five people yelling at stuff. Okay, I'll watch that. And then I'd fall asleep for like two more hours. Have you grown to really hate sports from doing comedy because of the competition? Uh, I mean, like sort the way, of. like I I hate doing shows during playoffs, and then eventually you realize it's almost always the playoffs of something. Yeah, I think I would like it more if like there was a the comedy equivalent, like if there was just like a comedy fan that had my jersey going around or something. You know what I mean? Like there was an Andy Madfield comedy bar or something where people would just go there every Sunday to watch me. They have uh, like different people dressed up in different colors of your jersey fight each other. Yeah, yeah. If there was like a, a full league of just like, oh, we're going to the comedy league. What if like instead of tackling someone, you had to whisper a joke? And uh, if you got them to stop and laugh, then you could take the ball, and that's a down. I, I would play that game. That'd be nuts. I don't know what you could whisper to me that quickly that would get me to stop running at full speed. <laughs> should, should we should we try a couple ideas? You know, <laughs> you, you got one. <laughs> I mean, I... I I already we already ro- like roasted each other back and forth already, so I'm kind of fresh out of my couple uh, ideas. Yeah, I, there. I did I I did a hundred reps before we started. So. Yeah, we, we we started the game way too early. <laughs> All right, so let's talk kill chain. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, it opens up with a bird's eye view of uh, cars driving around, and yep. uh, then it goes into which it starts in the hotel. Yeah, in the hotel. Is it a hotel? Franco. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's more of like a an indoor motel than a hotel, you know what I mean? Like every there everyone has road access, but the road is the bar. Yeah. The road it's dirty enough inside to also be the road. Yeah. Uh and there is a dead dude at the table, two dudes walk in with guns and they're walking around. It's uh they don't it's one of those movies that's too cool to explain anything at all. Yeah. You you think you know what's going on. You're like, oh, this is just a regular Nicolas Cage movie. He's going to scream at someone, probably fuck someone, and then he doesn't die somehow at the end. Right. That's what, yeah. What what did you think was going to happen when Nicolas Cage walked in the room and those two guys were at his hotel? Oh, man. I thought for sure that he was at least going to get shot once. Yeah. Like, just like clipped or something, you know? It was going to instantly turn into a gunfight and then maybe a flashback, but... He didn't get clipped. See, I thought it was going to be uh the beginning of a story. <laughs> I didn't see I didn't know I didn't think that was going to be like I don't know, one of those dumb like let me tell you how the story began. Yeah, like a movie that starts with the guy saying, "I'm going to tell you a story." Yeah, anytime that smooth jazz starts off in a movie, you're like, "Oh, great." This yeah, is gonna, this is gonna be so much fun. And then, like, I thought it was a porno. I legitimately thought it was a porno. I was like, "This is gonna be porn." I don't know how this is rated R and not NC seventeen or whatever the ratings are. But like, when that jazz kicked in, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna take my pants off." Yeah, well, I mean, there is like a lot of porno movies they edited down to be rated R so they could be released in major market DVD rental stores. That was like a big phase in porno. I did not know that. Yeah, have you ever seen the movie Pirates? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? No, just Pirates. Or Pirates 2, Stagnetti's Revenge. 
I haven't seen any of those. Though. <laughs> I've seen both of them. <laughs> Only the R-rated version. And then I watched one or two scenes of the porno version of Pirates. Let's well, yeah, I mean, let's let's take a break from Kill Jane. I think we've talked about it enough. Uh, let's <laughs> just yeah, talk about Pirates real quick. Because I'm like uh, curious, like who actually watches the full porno, right? I'm like uh, I don't know like anyone the, that uh, likes this. Like I got an hour and a half. That's you. So that's the thing. I watched the R-rated cut. It was two hours long. What? The porno version is three hours and forty minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> no pun intended. That's a lot of bang for your buck. Like yeah, dude. that's a lot of bang for your buck. So real quick, how were the edited versions? Was the acting okay? That's exactly what it was. It was <laughs> they certainly knew all their lines and they hit almost all their marks. Interesting. Uh, it was wild. It's it's a comedy it's like a spoof slash porno version of Pirates of the Caribbean. It like knows it's dumb and bad. So it's really not a bad movie. Interesting. So it's playing the, to its strength. Yes. It's like there's one scene where the the guy that is Jack Sparrow essentially, but he looks like Fabio. I think he's like a pretty famous porno actor. Uh I forget his name. But He's giving like this big speech at the top of the ship or the front of the ship, and uh, he says sometimes you have to, you can't look at death and run away. You have to look death right in the eye and kick him in the testicles. Oh, it's did they very, actually? You know, do they actually kick death in the testicles at all, or is that just like a just a, a phrase? He does beat the shit out of. I think he does kick a skeleton in the balls. It is Evan Stone. Yeah, maybe not Fabio. Maybe Fabio. Fabio had an issue. <laughs> I used to have a joke that's like, uh, more people have jerked off to Fabio than know what his, sa- his voice sounds like. And if you don't know what his voice sounds like. Wait, I'm sorry. I had your window pointed on you covered up. <laughs> Yeah, basically, you've jerked off to Fabio is the yeah. is, is the joke. Yeah. Okay, and we're back. So that pirate porno, am I right? Wow. Yeah, you gotta, you have to see it sincerely, and then watch uh, Pirates to it. it as a sequel. It holds up. It does. <laughs> it does a really good job. I'm telling you. <laughs> they ki- they keep pace. Yeah, it's funny, but here's the thing: is Stagnetti doesn't show up until like an hour and a half into the movie. And then he gets killed like five minutes later. Did they record it at the same time as Pirates 1? I don't know. I kind of feel like they did. I mean, if they cut a four-hour movie down to two hours, they probably just made them both at the same time. They, uh... No, I think it came out like a couple years apart, though, too. They won an award at some, like, porno awards thing. And uh, we watched it in the special features of the DVD, and the director had his face blurred out, <laughs> which I thought was like the funniest fucking thing. The guy definitely thinks he's like a real artist, and was like, "I, I can't be associated with this for my real stuff pops off." Yeah, I'm gonna direct a real movie someday that'll go direct to VHS. <laughs> yeah, like Kill Chain. Oh God, what if he's the director of Kill Chain? You know, that is like a Kill Chain esque twist. I wonder if uh, the County Crows did music for it. 
The Counting Crows? Yeah, they just all their albums go direct to DVD now. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. You had like the Shrek 4, Shrek 5. Shrek 4 featuring Counting Crows on DVD? Yeah. yeah you, you, <laughs> could buy the, you could buy the video audio of it. Uh, all right, so back to Kill Chain. <laughs> Anyways, the movie we're talking about today is definitely Kill Chain. It's uh, awful. It, yeah, you can tell we both enjoyed it plenty. Uh, There's a so, lot to break down about it. Uh, did you look at the credits at all when it rolled? No, not really. Like, three characters had names. Everyone else was like, the lady in the red dress. The really bad lady. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Officer the One. evil partner. Yeah. There was like one uh, that was just oh so. There's like four people that had names and then everyone else was like clerk number one. And like that's I mean, no the one main. really gets introduced. No. There's like, you just assumed to know everyone. Right? Which is hilarious right. to me. But then in normally you would have like They'd put something in there to at least allude to their names, but it's like it was like bad improv where they were just like, "Oh, who are we and how do we know each other?" They okay, ne- so <laughs> they never made that point. Here is the cast of characters in Kill Chain. Uh, I I never I don't know how to say Nicolas Cage's name, and they don't say it until the very end. Aranya. Yeah, it's Spider. We'll just call him Spider. Oh, that's Spider? That's Spider, yeah, okay. Ara- Aranya, Spanish for Arachnid Spider. Okay, so we got Aranya, the old sniper, yep. Erickson, the woman in red, the curious assassin, the very bad woman, Sanchez, Gigi's friend, Gigi, the mean assassin, Kidnapped girl four. She gets billed over the rest of them. <laughs> she gets billed over Miguel, Oso, and Franco, who all have names. Uh, and then you see them sooner. Girl two. Uh, Franco's daughter at the age of 17. Poker player one. Kidnapped girl one. Poker player three. Franco's daughter at nine. Delivery boy. Customer. Poker player two. Kidnapped girl three. What is, why 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 aren't they just like who cares? Right. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, oh man, I gotta bring this up. I've never I've never seen that in a movie. That is fucking wild. Uh, now hold on, I wanted to read something to you. Okay. Because. Well, all right. So this is the Amazon Prime movie description of Kill Chain. Because we talked about this, we wanted, we figured, let's watch a bad Nicolas Cage movie, and this seemed like a good one because it was so new, and it's streaming yeah. for free on Amazon Prime if anyone wants to watch it. You should watch it. You should watch it. But pause this now because we have not even gone through any part of the movie beyond the first scene. Uh, watch it, and then come back to this. So, Kill Chain, a hotel room shootout between two assassins kicks off a long night where bodies fall like dominoes. As we follow a chain of crooked cops, gangsters, hitmen, a a femme fatale, and an ex-mercenary through a relay of murder, betrayal, revenge, and redemption. So, the IMDb description of this movie is a little different. I think a little closer to maybe what it is. Three strangers' lives are inevitably entangled in a conflict none of them are prepared for. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is it, though? Who's the third stranger? 
Okay, so I think the three straight... No, hmm. All right, so... Because the two guys know each other, right? Because they're partners. Also, the two guys know each other. Yeah. And then Nicolas Cage knows he's going to get a thing for the, the the sexy lady in red dress or whatever her character name is. He knows he's doing something for her. But then he also knows there's more than three people. All right, so let's go through the movie quickly. Let's figure let's so, figure out who the three strangers are. Nicholas Cage tells those two people at the beginning, "Let me tell you a story." Yep. Okay. And, and then, then it, it, and then it goes to what we could assume would be the end credits. Yes, and the, the faces Nicholas Cage makes in those beginning end credits so, are fucking they're absurd. So, they're so fucking funny. Uh, so then it just cuts to after that scene, it cuts to an old guy. With a sniper rifle on the phone to someone that you don't know. Spoiler alert, he's in the same hotel. Right. You never know that until the very end. Uh, which is why it's confusing that Amazon says a hotel shootout between two hitmen. Yeah, because you don't know I, that. Like, I, don't, I don't think I missed a shot of the hotel from the outside. Also, like, did be- I between two hitmen? Yeah. Let's do a quick count of the hitmen that we have in there. Well, there's the well, there's there's, I think, there's the sniper, who's the yeah, old hitman. He's a hitman. Nicholas Cage is a hitman. No, so this is saying the night starts off with this old guy in a hotel uh-huh. and the other sniper hitman that he's having a shootout with. Yes, but you don't know right. they're in the hotel. Well, the other guy's not even in a hotel. He's across the street in an abandoned building. It's true. Then they're they're rebuilding it, you know. Yeah. So here's what happens. You get an old guy in a room on the phone with someone. He sees a suspicious car. He is looking across the street at and he thinks he sees someone. So he gets a prostitute to come up to his room. He says, "My friend's across the street. I'll give you this much money. You go Just give him whatever him he wants." Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, "Here's this number of monies. Go to that window. Show him your boobs." And this is always how the story gets revealed to you through this movie is that something is set in motion where you go, did I miss something here? And then a character calls that guy and yep. he essentially is, is holding the girl and he's like, uh, hey, I saw your friend. And he's like, oh, do they send you to kill me before or after I kill this guy? And he's like, they sent me to kill you right before it because that guy's not real and I'm going to kill you now. And yep. they lay out their portion of the plot and then they have, I guess, what you can call a shootout. Yeah, it's like every person that survives the mini movie that you're in is then killed by another person in the next mini movie. And mm-hmm. each scene is like a mini movie. So it's like the old assassin is like, oh, ho, ho, I've got all these tricks up my sleeve. I'm talking about rice cookers for some fucking nutty reason, whatever. He gets shot. Spoiler alert. Doesn't fucking die. Lives until the end when, spoiler alert, Nicolas Cage knows and murders him. Right. What? Well, that he mercy closes, kills him. That closes the kill chain. Uh, hold on. Well, let, don't skip so far ahead in the kill chain here. Let's go down the kill chain. All right. So the first, the first one is the sniper, right? Right. He gets shot and killed. Yep. Question mark. Question and then, mark. Uh, that guy. I think his name was Sanchez. Yeah. Goes to sell the diamonds. He gets the money from 
Marquez, is that the dude's name that they're talking to on the cell phone? Because there's oh. there's two guys there's two guys on the cell phone, right? There's the one that's like the upper level, who's the one that's like running the whole scheme, and then is there's that Sanchez. Cage? So Nicholas Cage is the guy who hires the guy who runs the chain in motion. That's what happens. Yeah. So when he's on the phone, I did not figure it out. He calls three people when he's in his hotel room. He calls his daughter. He calls Sanchez across the street. And then he calls the other guy that hired him. And I can't remember what his name is, but I want to say it's like Marquez or something like that. Was it Marco? Could be. That's a perfect name. Did you think it was Marco? It might have been. He was just like, who's the target? And the guy's like, it's fucking you, dude. Come on, man. He's like, I thought we're good. He's like, man, it's all money. Money speaks, right? That's Sanchez. So that's the sniper across the street. But then there's another guy who was like, listen, man, I don't know who scheduled this. I just got a lot of money and I'm going to go ahead and run it down. Sorry, you're expendable, right? So then there's that guy. But the guy that gave that guy lots of money was Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yeah, very convoluted. Yeah, so then what happens is Sanchez has diamonds on him. Yep, he gets them from a car. That's what he got from the car was the diamonds? Yeah, he pulled the diamonds out of the car. That were and that's the, the thing payment. is that guy that he's talking on the phone there is that Nicolas Cage? No, that's the guy that Nicolas Cage hired to hire him. Okay. Okay, and then he sets him up with uh, the FBI agents. Yeah, and now that's Nicolas Cage ran that on the side too. He what? told he told the cops these guys are here to get money. So that's another side hustle that he was pulling because he put three plans into motion. What? Yeah, dude. At the end, he's like, this was plan B. This was plan C. Like he went through all his plans of how they could have played out. So the one that played out was plan A. And that was the sniper that he pays to do the initial job kills the sniper in the room that he he caps in the end. Well, then that guy gets capped by the police and then the police get capped by the one chick who's dating the through the red hair or the red dress lady the whatever right. the, the very bad woman whatever her name was yeah the I lady that gets just, stabbed insanely yeah so that's the person one of the people that nicholas cage wants so he sends that plan into motion and says hey this chick is going to be at this location this is where you should go and that's how they find that part out so he's got this whole chain moving to bring it all the way back to where he's at. Right, because that crooked cop meets up with the lady in the red dress. And the crooked and cop. gives her the diamonds. Yeah. The and then crook- he gets shot and killed by the bad lady. Yeah, those two are banging, right? And right. Erickson is the guy that helped kill the original Franco from Hotel Franco, whose real name's like Lamar... Or something like that. Lando. I don't know. The name was Lamar? There was like seven Lando names. Lando Lamarson? <laughs> Lando Lamarley. <laughs> Lando Lamarley. Ooh. I love his music. I don't know if you've heard it, but it is smooth, smooth I just jazz. sang it, babe. Yeah, dude. It's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> so, so that dude, right? Erickson killed his daughter, who was one of the kids that were in the sex cha- traffic ring that they didn't want to murder but then still got murdered 
roundabout Wait, way. So Erickson no, Mar- is now. Erickson didn't kill Marco's daughter. Yeah, he did. Oh, I thought that was Marco's daughter. No, no. So that was just another lady. Yeah. So Erickson and that the lady that he was like making out with, that's the lady in the red dress. But when she, when he, Nicolas Cage has met her, that lady now is telling a story, or he's telling the story to the guy, and he said, you know, his daughter got killed, and I didn't stop her, but she went out and got caught by the cops. Erickson was one of those cops that caught her, and then, like, abused her and murdered her and dumped her body. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. how that plan got into motion. Was the, okay. That's how those guys got tied in. All right. I was I was thinking that uh, he killed just some other girl and chopped her to pieces, and that this lady that showed up at the hotel was Marco's daughter, and Nicolas no. Cage seemed to know his daughter, so I started to be, I was like, why did he fuck this girl yeah. then? <laughs> why did he fuck this daughter? So weird. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, it's Nicolas Cage. It's not the first time he's fucked a friend's daughter. Yeah, well, in a movie it is. Well, watch Between Worlds. Uh, that's that's another Nicolas Cage movie where he just fucks a random person's daughter. Between Worlds. I yeah. did have as a note, um, why did they have sex? Well, I think... Man, thank you for explaining this fucking movie to me, dude. Well, that's See, that's that femme fatale. So now the femme fatale has to lure in, right? She's going to lure right. him in. Get him on her side. And then that's when the very bad lady explains what she's doing. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't have a reason to kill her. Plus, she fucked real good. (laughs) Yeah, like, plus, she fucked real good. I love Nicolas Cage. Dude, anytime he counts or says, like, letters, so fucking funny to me. (laughs) I will watch watch any movie he's in. Have you seen the USS Indianapolis? The movie where sharks attack? Yeah, that movie's... That movie's based on a real incident where, like, the USS Indianapolis crashed or whatever, and then most of the sailors got eaten by sharks. It's like 42 people got eaten by sharks. It's the the bloodiest Damn. shark attack in history. So th- watch that huh. movie. Tom Sizemore uses his own leg as a pillow for, like, 40 minutes in the movie. It's so fucking funny. Nicolas Cage, Tom Sizemore, and Thomas Jane. It's so fucking funny. I can't Mario tell you. Mario Van Peebles is the director. I think I know that name. Yeah, that's... Why do I feel like I know that name? New Jack City? And Badass. Yeah, Mario Van Peebles is is pretty pretty popular name for a director. Pretty popular director. Yeah, it's... And he's in a lot of... He acted in a lot of stuff. Yeah, dude. He's in New Jack City, right? I think it's New Jack City. Uh, I'm getting there. There's a lot of there's a long list and I'm trying to talk as I read it so I'm not yeah. totally re- yes he was in New Jack City you okay. are correct I was sir. I was pretty sure it was New Jack City but also I'm an idiot so I kind of I wasn't sure You think you're an idiot I think <laughs> I, I think uh we're all idiots <laughs> We're we're the ones that are quarantining ourselves you know for all those idiots that get sick <laughs> you fucking idiots Dude honestly I'm thriving <laughs> I'm lo- I'm loving this quarantine. I got all this internet-based income already. Oh, dude, that's pretty great, though. Like, I'm learning. You know, luckily for me, I, I can do all my stuff remote. Uh, and I had quit mm-hmm. comedy, so like, I'd quit doing comedy 
and whatnot. And they're like quarantine. I'm like, come on, man. At least let me like make a stance on this one instead of like being forced to not be able to do this stuff. You're going to stop doing comedy? Well, I got to keep doing comedy now until then we can do comedy. Then I can actually quit. Yeah. Fucking fucks. Yeah. Well, you know, it's never really about quitting or stopping or, you know, it's just about existing. Yeah. Um, and speaking of existing, you know who stopped existing? Who? A lot of people. The in gambler? I'll say the gambler. The, the gambler. Yeah, dude. Kenny Rogers died. He died? Yeah, dude. When did he die? Today. What? Yes. Shut the fuck up. Kenny Rogers died? Yeah, dude. Today. No fucking way. Yeah, he, just... he knew when to fold him, dude. Oh, my God. I wish I knew when to hold him. <laughs> wow. He's not going to walk away from ago. this one. Wow. Yeah, dude. That was the first thing I read this morning. I was like, oh, Kenny Rogers died. Well, I better go watch this Nicolas Cage movie. God damn. What a fucking shitty day. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry Anyways, I had to break it to you. You broke it to me in the most cold way. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> how I deal with death. When my mom died, I was like, all right, I'm sad for a second. What's a joke I can make? Yeah, but I didn't know your mom. Yet? I loved Will Sasso's impression of Kenny Rogers. Will Sasso's impression is it dead yet, dude. It's still there. Yeah, I hope it's not dead. Dude, I um, watched uh, the Kenny Rogers jackass uh, earlier this morning. Very funny. Yeah. So I Will Sasso so underrated. I think he and I'm going to this is probably going to get a lot of shit, but I think Will Sasso is better than Chris Farley. Yeah, I don't I disagree. I'm just saying I disagree full-heartedly, but I think the argument is harder to make because Chris Farley had a smaller body of work that was as good as Will Sasso's. But he also had a bigger spot to take it on right mad tv didn't have the big the big following like saturday night live did right but like you look at a steven seagal impression so fucking funny man it is great but then you look at i don't know let's not have this debate. let's go back to kill chain <laughs> let's not lose our friendship yeah, yeah let's not have this not have that happen in the middle of this fucking quarantine of the day kenny rogers died yeah kenny rogers r.i.p uh so do you, I have the minute where Nicolas Cage shows up. Do you want to try to guess the minute? Okay, Um. let's see. Oh, before that, that old man sniper said, I haven't wanted to have sex since my daughter was 14. Which is coincidentally when he watched a bunch of babies burn. Yep. Uh, uh, now, 37. Ignoring, ignoring the babies burning, him saying, I haven't had sex, wanted to have sex since my daughter was 14, that did hit a weird chord. Uh, yeah, because what kind of like I assume that means like that guy is railing a girl and it reminds him of his daughter. But how young are these women that he's most likely paying to rail? Yeah, right. Well, like that's what you think at first. It's just like since your daughter was 14, like what did you learn about your daughter at 14? Yeah, like is that every time you're having sex with someone, all you can think about is like some guy's doing this to my daughter right now. Next year, my daughter's going to have her quinceanera, and then she'll be a woman. <laughs> I can't do this no more. Ah, I can't live in a world where my daughter's a woman. I can't do it. 
<laughs> Celibate dad, here we go. Well, luckily he doesn't have to. He thought a thin mattress would protect him from a high-powered rifle bullet. Oh, so you're... Alan, I've got I've got some news for you. So that 14-year-old, like since she was 14 years old, she's in college now. She's 19. Yeah. That was five years ago. He hasn't sex in five years. And that five years was when him and Sanchez burned those girls. Oh, no. Yeah, the sex-traded girls from the middle of the movie. Was yeah. it the middle? That was probably... It was the middle of Nicolas Cage's half of the movie. Yep. Nicolas Cage comes in at 46 minutes. Oh, fuck. That's 37 is where I thought, so I wasn't that far off. But you know what? You got to deduct another like five minutes because at the beginning, so you're really not that far off when you think about how much time was without Cage. Yeah, if you also... Now, if you cut out the full intro, that's like five minutes of just photographs of him holding guns. Yeah, and making awesome faces. <laughs> that is... Honestly, if if you're listening to this and you're thinking about watching Kill Chain, wait until that finishes and then just stop. You yeah. saw the, you saw the best part of the movie. I disagree. I think the best part of the movie is uh, I wrote it. I think it's like an hour in, into it when he takes a shot with a woman in the red dress. Oh, and he doesn't actually take the shot. He takes the shot and he goes, "Ow!" Did <laughs> you? It's like a noise. Do so. You wrote down the time. I know, but I think it is. Oh, I'm gonna find it. Yeah. So watch, watch him take the shot and look closely again. He goes, "Ow!" and he sets it down, and there's still shot in the shot. He didn't take the shot. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, when she, when the woman in the red dress stabs the very bad woman, that was fucking crazy, right? He was just she like, just uh. kept stabbing her. Yeah. And he was like, he could have clearly just like shot her or whatever, but he didn't. He was just like, ah, watch this work. But then yeah, he, what you saw were the scars, not the man trying to leave that part behind. And then you know, like, you find out like that gun that he takes from her, he doesn't use other people's guns. Then you find that out a little later in the movie. Well, no, that, he says back in my day, professional would check a stranger's gun before he uses it. Yeah, so right, or like just so he didn't use the gun, right? He made it like a weird gun, and then that guy shot himself in the face. And I'm pretty sure wasn't that gun the chick's gun? The very bad woman's gun? He, hold on. He has a gun with him at the, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, so he must have rigged it to have that happen. Oh, it's Oso's gun. That's right, it's Oso's gun. Who's Oso? He's the dude that he oh, that, gives that pills. Oh, that the guy poisons. Yeah, he, he yeah, gives pills to. That part ruled. That part was There's so some fucking... parts of this movie that were like, that is fucking sick. This movie uh, could have been a really great movie. Like yeah. it really it and don't get me wrong, it wasn't a bad it was okay, it was a bad movie, but it was so bad it was fun to watch. Very fun. Yeah, it was not it was a bad movie, a good watch for sure. Yeah. Uh do you know about Moxie Soda? Uh, I do not. It is a regional thing. Uh, New England soda. It is known to be garbage. Can Can you send me a, like a case of that? Yeah, a can would last fine, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not going to take that long to get here. It's like a week, two weeks. It's not going to get shooken up. You think? Yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, they ship them all the time. 
Yeah, that's a very true point. Yeah, I'll send yeah, you, I'll send I'll you, I'll you, send you a couple of cans. No, yeah, don't. I'm going to send you two cans in case you hate it. Fine, then I'll subscribe to the Patreon. Or just send me, dude, send me a whole case, like a 12-pack or whatever. Okay. I'll, 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 like, do they have an orange soda? No, it's just this one, it tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> it tastes like uh, a crazy, weird root beer. Hold on, he's about to take this shot. Uh, he talks about how he's winning. He won this in a poker game against Marco. Yep. And then he's going to he go. Goes. Oh. Huh. He took like a little sip. He sipped it and then he set it down. Yeah, he takes like. I, you know what? Maybe he doesn't sip it at all. Wow. Yeah. What a weird. No, you're right. Yeah, he doesn't. I wonder if that's part of the movie or not. Because now, what like, do you think? Here's where things get weird and creepy in my world, right? He poisoned the one dude with pills. Yeah. Through his drink, right? So, what did he do to the girl? Because right after the scene, they have sex. Oh my gosh. And he didn't take that shot. Well, yeah, but she wanted to have sex. That's that's what you think, though, right? No, because after after they have sex, she's like, he's like, so what what was that for? And she's like, okay, just figured it would help. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Like she does say it in a way that's like, yeah, this is part of my plan to make sure I can keep you on my side. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So I was like, oh, ugh, this seems like one of those because here's the other social thing, contracts. He, he drinks the drink that he poisons the guy with. He, like he drinks his cup. Does he? So it's not the bottle. Yeah. Because then he's drinking it again when he's telling the story. He gets a different bottle. Oh, that's true. Because the bottle's gone. But, it's a different, but did you ever see him actually drink that drink? Let's I know find it, out if he drinks this drink. I know he puts them up to his mouth, but I never saw that drink change. You know, but it's hard to think if that's a movie thing or a plot thing. But here, like, here's another weird thing. All the pills that he had in his hand, they're like slow digestible pills, right? Like those yeah. are the ones, like gel caps. Those take like an hour to release. So, were they gel caps? They weren't. Um, they weren't the, the time, the pop ones. Well, even if they were, how could he have unpopped all of those, in the amount well, of time that he walks from pouring the drink to that table? Even or, so, how did he dump out a couple? And if exactly. he dumped out a couple, why did he keep thirty in his hand? See, and, and here's and, and like, how was he hiding it all? Here's here's my thoughts. So I think what he did is he had certain bottles that had pills in them already and then he mm-hmm. was just like all right i got a pocket full of pills and then I can these just are just show, my show pills these are the show pills I'd be like these were pills i used pills that's how i got you this like, is yeah, an artist representation of the pills i used to poison you <laughs> exactly <They're> shellac right. <laughs> to their yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they don't go bad oh these are just for effect you know what this tastes like it tastes like licorice root beer Oh, fucking come on, man. I'll send you my address. You got to send me a case. I got to know now. All right. It's weird. It's like old man soda. I'm trying to think if there's anything here we have for like a drink that's like you can only get it in Minnesota. Yeah. I don't think 
I don't think there is. Boston cream is something that's everywhere, right? What is Boston cream? Uh, like a Boston cream donut? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, like Boston cream, I think is the specific. They call them like Long Johns or Bismarck's. There's like different names for them here. Really? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Wow, what a lie. It's just like a, it's like a tube. It's like a flat tube with like a chocolate on the top and then inside is like a, a vanilla custard of some sort. Yeah, well, that's like an eclair. Well, not, an eclair. Uh, an eclair. Right. Like What's, a, you know oh, what an eclair is, right? That's that's well, not a regional thing, is it? No, it's not regional. I just can't think of what it looks like. Uh, it looks like a tube with uh, chocolate frosting on the top and a vanilla custard inside. Oh, eclairs though are like sandwiches. At what? least here, at least like here they are. It's like the top half is like a a breaded donut, and the bottom half is like a breaded donut. But Shut then they the fuck up. But then they spread the icing between the two donuts. Like that, and that's what a, that's what eclairs look like here. I'm pretty Man, sure. I'm having a fucking confusing uh, internet history today, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it just went from Kenny Rogers being dead to what's an eclair. Okay, so Google Images shows uh, Kenny Rogers was confirmed dead, and eclairs, <laughs> eclairs uh, were the can cause. go both ways. <laughs> e- eclairs were the cause. They got him. Yeah, it looks like well, you know what. Okay, interesting. Look up, look up a Bismarck donut, like the capital of North, or like a, like the city in North Dakota. Bismarck. Yep. Bismarck donut. Yeah, they're they're basically like a a, a breaded donuts, donut. Bismarck donut. You guys sure. have Dunkin' Donuts over there? Yeah, dude. I got one pretty close to my house that I didn't know about until uh, like right at the quarantine started. Interesting. Do they yeah, have Bismarck donuts? Honestly, I've never been in a Dunkin' Donuts. The only time I've ever had Dunkin' Donuts are when people have brought them to me, which is a surprising amount of Dunkin' Donuts. Well, it looks like what they call a Bismarck is just a filled donut. Is it like a long one or is it a circular one? Circular one. But I'm also oh, seeing like a jelly, a jelly Bismarck. Yeah, weird. That's weird. But then it's also showing me Berliners. Berliners? What are what is happening? We're getting Berliner, more cultured. A Berliner, Berliner is a uh it's like a German donut. Okay. Berliner, maybe. I don't know how you say it. Um yeah, I like, like German a, donuts. It's like a oh dude, there used to be uh Swiss bakers next to uh where I used to live and they have crazy uh donuts and pretzels and shit i'm gonna look up what, what what's an eclair and because kill chain it's a fine movie an eclair is an oblong pastry made with wow what a word <laughs> i don't know what kind of word this is uh text C-H-O- it into chat c-h-o-u-x c-h-o-u-x show show, show dough i guess show dough right jocks but I, I gotta assume it can't be chocks. Shoe? Shudo? Shudo? A shudo. If you put it into Google, you can click on it, it'll pronounce it for you. Really? I should have done that. Oh. Instead I Googled it. I think shoe is correct. Yeah, because it looks like it's French. Uh this is an interesting podcast, right everybody? All right, let's see. Sp- speech. 
Start speaking. Oh my god, it's Cho, but I also had a weird voice set for my thing, and so it sounded like a ghost. I heard. You heard that? <laughs> it just, yeah. It Oh man, Cho, Cho, Chodo, Chodo. So an eclair is, a, is an op- I never finished reading it because I got d- distracted with the Chodo. Uh, <laughs> filled with a cream and topped with a chocolate icing. The dough, which is the same as that used for a profiterole, is typically piped into an oblong shape with a pastry bag and baked until it's crisp and hollow and baked. I said baked. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's a it's a crispy baked things it's like a croissant no i mean it's just like you know crisp in the outside and, and fluffy on the inside like a donut i've totally had it's got a little bit of a crisp to it you know i I've mean totally yeah, definitely had, had an eclair i've definitely had I've, is that like are they like bear claws mm, what does a bear claw look like i feel like they're like bear claws because it's like the crispy outside soft inside and bear filling. claw is more like a fritter no honestly saying it's crispy on the outside i don't think was a great description it looks like what you think is a typical Dunkin' Donut is like an eclair. Like, that's the kind of pastry it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Bear Claw is more like a fritter. Okay, fritters. I like fritters. Fritters are I like those. I've never seen a Bear Claw, though. Oh, dude, you can get them in bags and, like, vending machines here. In bags? Bags. <laughs> you get them in a couple bags at a vending machine here. <laughs> You get them in bags in your pocket, card, Harvard Yard. <laughs> burglar? Smuggler. <laughs> get on the roof, that burglar. I smuggled it. <laughs> uh, so, all right, what else do I have for notes for Kill Jane? The movie was fucking confusing, and I I apparently needed someone else to explain it to me. I um, Okay, so I fell asleep for, like, a sh- real short moment, right, when they were talking about, like, the plan that him and the lady in the red dress had. I kind of fell asleep a little bit there. Just a little bit. Probably like two to five minutes worth. Um, That looks like it's around where I took um, these notes in a row. Okay. Why sex? What the fuck is happening? What was that? What just happened? Those are just four separate notes I took. (laughs) Yep. So I, I think I can help with the why sex part. Um, yep. She's she's a femme fatale, so she right. she's got to fuck him and then murder him, right? But he is Nicolas Cage, and she didn't she didn't know that she didn't know yeah. that about him. He well, was, she saw the scars. She didn't see the man yeah. trying to leave that part of his life behind. Also, I don't get why was he a truck driver like the other guys? Like uh, Marco it was a Navy SEAL, and me a truck driver. Like what? Was he driving the truck full of kids? No, that couldn't have been it. No, because that was long after. That was way before. He said that he saved Marco's life once, and Marco liked him. And then, dude, when he was like, Marco taught me everything about patience, about how to kill. And it's like, really, this guy taught you patience? That's that's like, it's like, and when he says, like, he taught me patience, I was like, so this is all a plot to kill everyone here? And it's just like, ah. Yeah, that's in this movie is fucking wild. That's when it unraveled for me when he said that. I was like, oh, come on, man. Now I like now I know where everything's going. Now yeah. I know that the sniper's in the room. 
Like, I had already, I'd already assumed that the sniper was in that building, but, like, when he goes to the room and it's, like, 24, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the chick's room. The chick's room was 27. Yeah, I should have put it together. Uh, I didn't think about it till after that they showed the sniper that twice the guy's like, two rooms, you only got two people in here. Yeah. And it's oh. like, who's the second person? And it's that sniper guy. Wait a sec, I think we know the strangers now. Oh, yeah, that stranger. We just put it together. Together. Because Nicolas Cage didn't know any of those two, and those two didn't know either him. Those are the three strangers. But, yeah, do you have any other thoughts on um, on Kill Chain? I mean, like, listen, if we have to rate it, I have, like, a Nicolas Cage rating thing, and it's always, like, four out of five shots Nicolas Cage didn't take in this movie. Like, he, there was a lot of booze. He didn't take any of them. Yep. But this movie was good because it was so bad. And like I would highly recommend if you're a person that likes to watch very bad movies because you find joy in them. Like I, Every time I see a bad movie, I think to myself, someone's first movie was this and they were jacked to tell their friends until it came out. And then they were like, oh, fuck me. I made Kill Chain. I made, like I was best boy on Kill Chain. Right? Like, <laughs> like, like that fuels me. So I watch bad movies with that intention of like someone's joy was found here. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I would say I would definitely recommend watching it uh, as long as you understand Nicolas Cage is not in most of it. Yes. But when but, he comes in the end, it is worth the wait. And, and you can't skip you you can't skip to where Nicolas Cage is because you will miss ninety percent of the setups for all the Nicolas and I say ninety percent because the other ten percent's that first like little thing that repeats later. So you see that same scene later in the movie. Yeah, and they don't even cut through it. They just play it right through they again. Verbatim. Like word yeah. for, they like they show a weirder, different little angle for just a minute. And yeah. then and then they let you do it. But it is a joy. Yeah, I I got to agree. I think it's a great movie. I think everyone should watch it. I highly recommend it. Big oh. fan. Yes. What do you? So spoiler alert. What do you think he's gonna do with that sniper's daughter at the end of the movie? Protect her? Oh, or dude, marry I, her. I think Kill Chain Two is gonna come out. That's what I think is gonna happen. And I hope it doesn't. I hope they leave it to your imagination. I enjoy oh, that a lot, it, dude. It's Nicolas Cage. There's no way they leave it to your imagination. That's true. I know. But. I think National Treasure 3 is going to be a crossover of Kill Chain and the National Treasures, and he's going to have to see himself also playing himself as that other part. It's going to be great. And then two more of him comes in from Adaptation. Ooh, yes. And then uh, Ra- Eddie Murphy plays an entire family. And it turns out that raising Arizona, Arizona is the girl, and he's... The sniper. It's beautiful. We did it. We capped off Nicolas Cage's life. (laughs) Dude, I think there's a a movie of his called like the Bureau or something like that, where the Human Bureau, I think. It is. Let's see. It is Canadian, 
It's from like 2017 or 18. And it is the weirdest Nicolas Cage movie I've seen other than Between Worlds, which that movie is so fucking funny. I want to see, there was a movie that he was, he posed in like a crazy leather jacket with studs on recently. Unless he was just wearing that out as him. I mean, but I kind of hope it wasn't, I guess. What was it called? Oh, the Humanity Bureau. Yeah, the Humanity the Humanity Bureau. It's Canadian, I want to say. And it's like 2017 or 18, something like that. One of the weirdest movies of his. A they, dystopian thriller set in the year 2030 that sees the world in a permanent state of economic recession and facing serious environmental problems as a result of global warming. Yeah, they use people in it. Just saying. Watch out. They use people in it? Yeah, yeah. The people in it are the, are the like, it's a, uh, what's that movie uh, where the, the Soylent Green is people? Oh, yeah. It's basically that. Oh. Yeah. They eat people in it? I don't know if they eat people as much as they, like, feed the people to the machine or something. I don't oh, It was so I convoluted know. I forgot most yeah. of the story, but it was very bad. And very that funny. sounds like most of the Nicolas Cage movies that come out are all like insane stories that like if you're dumb, you'll be like, that was fucking deep and sick. And if you're intelligent, you're like, that was just a circle forever. <laughs> uh, I love them. I, I still think we need to do the Tomb Raider tour and we'll end at yep. his, his mausoleum. We still need to do that. Maybe we, we should we can wait till we get him on our side and he can meet us there. I feel we like can bury we him. Can- Oh, dude, I feel like we could get him on our side. Oh, yeah, pretty easily. Once he finds out we reviewed one of his movies. I've reviewed all of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch anything Nicolas Cage me. If you can, you know what, send me a message on uh, Instagram or anything. Matt failed, M-A-T-T-F-A-I-L-E-D. Send me a message with the worst Nicolas Cage movie and a link to how to get it and I will watch it. I'll watch it with you, dude. I'll join you on this. Let's do this. Let's do the cage quest. Yeah. All right. You heard the man. Send it to Matt Fields. Send it to 10 Gallon Mr. Allen. And we will watch whatever god-awful Nicolas Cage movies you want us to. And if we get a million views, Allen and I will do a face-off. We'll swap faces. And if we get 10 million views, I will get him to divorce uh, his future wife for me. Yeah, I'll do it. He'll, He'll do it. I'll do it. I got time. Fuck it. You heard it here first. 10 million. 10 million. In the grand scheme of people that could listen to a podcast, not that much. <laughs> nah, probably not going to. 10 million might be the amount of people that actually get affected by the coronavirus. So let's hope they all die before we have to get married and have our faces swapped. Yeah, once you they're in the what? hospital. I should edit that out. I should <laughs> <laughs> Just in case 10 million people die from this and I'm on record going, let's hope they do that. Yeah, then we'll get our faces off. <laughs> you don't get up. I'll get my fucking face off. We'll have to figure out that people are like, oh, yeah. Oh, you remember when you said this, Alan? Well, <laughs> guess what? You're getting your fucking faces off now. They'll throw a GoFundMe together so fucking fast. <laughs> guess what, motherfucker? You're canceled. You're fucking oh, Andy now, and Andy's fucking <laughs> Alan. And you're both fucking canceled. Boom. Canceled. Man, Andy, thank you for doing uh, this episode with me. Dude, it's this a blast. 
It's been a super fun time. Uh, where else can people find you? They find you at Matt Failed Online. Yeah, you can find me at Matt Failed Online or Hard Day Diaries. That's the podcast I do uh, sometimes, occasionally. I'm going to try to figure out how to you know, have one-on-one conversations with people in person in the future. Uh, but I think I'm just going to start doing Instagram Live. And, you know, if you want to watch that, tune in Hard Day Diaries, 7 p.m. on Sunday. It's probably, I don't know, fucking lazy. You can also go to andybatfield.com. Yeah, stay in, stay tuned to Andy. He's a great dude, and uh, the shit he makes is very good. And I, I cannot suggest this boy enough. Dude, I've had a blast. I miss you. Uh, I bought a bunch of wigs so we can just, you know, just wig out, you know? Dude, just I have me. a wig too now. I have a really nice wig. Do you? Yeah, I got one for Christmas. Fuck, dude. All right, when when we wrap up this uh, podcast, before you hang up the Zoom call, I totally want to see that wig. All right, I'll go grab it. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'll see you, I guess, tomorrow. Good luck and don't die, please. Who set this in motion? You want me to say I'm sorry?